Yo, Barra. What are we talking about this week? New tune, who What's good? Yeah, new tune, who Let me tell you about the tunes we be fucking with. Barra C and it poppin' with the heavy shit. Yeah, guys, XT, musical analysis. We go shit the albums and we don't stop. Bubba Charlie XEX sound, I kinda pop I love it when I hear the sound of the needle drop Scratch your records and we skipping any small talk Shit's wild, yo But not really It's just two nerds Being nerds Go on, you can do it. <laughs> uh, hang on. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hey, we lost about lost about half our listeners. <laughs> That's not going out live. That's not going out live. Okay, oh. is it is is this is that where the sound's coming from? I can hear it on both sides of my headphones, so I think it's okay. Oh, hang on. I just want to make sure that the sound is yeah. It should be it should be coming from here. Is that okay? It should be maybe turn the gain up a little bit. It should be just a little bit louder. Turn the gain up a little bit like that. Ta- yeah, that's pe- that that's much that okay. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Squeaky, squeaky, bum clean. Yeah, I broke my chair last week. Um, oh really? Yeah, I was streaming drunk and then just fucking fell on it. <laughs> <laughs> story of your life. It's not the story. Of my life. <laughs> I have more to give than that. <laughs> Maybe maybe turn the gain just a tiny bit, actually, I think, because my headphones were very low when you turned it up. Just a tinsy, tinsy, tinsy bit. Bit up or down? Down. Okay. La! Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what was it? I was over at um, was over at Jack's last night, and he was like, uh, he's like, put on a song, and he wouldn't go to bed. And I put on this new song that I've been obsessed with, which is the one that I was saying to you. I was like, this is the best song I think ever made. Um, for the time being, anyway. Do you remember the song Scream and Shout by Britney Spears and Will I Am? I'm gonna scream, Sp- scream and shout and shout and let it all out and scream. No, don't fucking. <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> Britney Spears has a British accent in it. Does she? She has a push. She puts on a fake British accent for the whole song. The only part that doesn't have her British accent is it's Britney bitch, which will always bring a smile to my face whenever I hear that. It's Britney. 
Cockney bitch. That's exactly what she sounds. Yes, Mary, like a like a horrible Cockney Mary. Oh, Mary Poppins. you little, <laughs> you little rapscallion. What's your way from fucking Sweeney Todd name, Mrs. Trumpet or something, Mrs. Whatever? What's the one? I don't know. Sweet. We should probably get on. We should probably get on with the episode. <laughs> oh, you should probably get on with the episode. I should probably get on with the episode. Uh-huh. Yes. Ah. Oh. Twisted, mm. twisting the tables. Did you see what I me. did there? I did see what you did there, yes. I'm not blind. With some mind, mind bullets. <laughs> mind bullets. <laughs> well, so we're doing, um, well, we haven't done one in a while. Uh, I was away for most of August, so we'll say, well, it's open to interpretation. We'll do most, like I say, August will be like the month for this episode. Mm-hmm. But if you have something from July, it's fine. I did not know that. Neither did I just made that up there. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, are yours from August? Sure. Okay. Would you do you want to go first or will I go first? Uh, you go first. I don't want to go first. You go first. Really? <laughs> I went first last time. Okay, I'll go first. I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. I just didn't want to go first because I am grossly unprepared. Well, that's kind of the staple of the show, isn't it? That we're both unprepared going into this, <laughs> which is why they we say you say gross unprepared, but the episodes are still happen to be like about three and a half hours long. So I spent all my time preparing that tin whistle intro and you see how good that went. So that just tells you what my uh, album talk is going to be a be Grammy like. in the mail next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. All right. So new tunes and stuff. Um, so I'm going to talk about. It's like show and tell, isn't it? It's like it's it like, is like show and tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, <laughs> the new Villagers album. Fever, I knew you were going to pick that. Fever dreams. How could I not? Mm. How could I not? Um, yeah, this is amazing. I. It just. It's like, it's, it. You just get sucked up into it, really. Um, it's like what it says on the tin. It's like what it says in the tin. I'm kind of speechless on how to like go about talking about it because like Connor O'Brien is villagers. He's a songwriter. He's uh this is his fifth album, I think. Fifth album as villagers. I don't know if he's done any I'm other ones. I'm not sure. Ones. He's raised a few anyway. Um normally villagers is sort of known for like um I guess kind of acoustic, not not really though i mean like as as a fan like you know half their albums at, at this point more than half their back catalog is not kind of like acoustic guitar based you know songwriter stuff but mm. um he has he's always had like a, for, to my eyes like an amazing knack for melody and like really interesting suggestive lyrics you know i like i know what i feel like i know what some of his songs are about but half the time i just it's just kind of what i take away from it if you get me you know it's yeah, all very yeah, yeah. personal um um yeah this album it's it it it's a whole you know it's, maybe it's a little bit of a cliche but it's true this album is its own universe like it's it sounds familiar but yet it sounds so not like you know it's it takes like f- familiar sounding things and like distorts them uh and i think that like i don't i don't even know necessarily what the songs are like i'm not haven't studied the lyrics so much i don't I, I with his music I just kind of as I say like let it take me somewhere and I don't think when I'm listening to it I just kind of just be in it you know what I mean I get that yeah and I think this album it it's like the perfect uh it sounds like fever dreams you know it that's what it the whole the concept I guess is is like the sort of I I guess it's sort of exploring like dreams through 
music or sound obviously mm. in a, not in a completely abstract sense it's still like songs lyrics choruses you know yeah like it's not like he's on peyote the whole time listening no to no the album. I, yeah, yeah no like it's still it's still a conventional like you know album of of sort of just pop song popular songs i guess mm. but i've just found the yeah like the, there's like the, the band the, throughout the album that he has playing i think i'm not sure if it's all the same band i haven't i have to say i'm totally unprepared but like <laughs> they're just so alive and like all the weird changes in production is like grounded by the solid core band live like recording throughout like there's lots of weird production and weird stuff going on you know throughout the thing but the core like drum bass guitar piano like group are so tight so full of life full of energy and dynamics um let me take a little look at the track list here so the first song is just really really weird um it's just an intro sorry i'm i'm getting mixed up with the intro to the first day the first song is like an intro to an intro which is again is like the, it's like a dream within a dream or something um <laughs> And it's it's kind of again it actually ties in with something else that I was going to talk about later, but um, yeah, uh, I just think it's it's amazing. the The song uh, "Song in Seven is is as it says on the tin a song in like seven four time or seven eight time. I'm not sure which one it was. I can't think off the top of my head. Again, it's a gorgeous. It's got kind of a like really like psychedelic like like early English psychedelic rock vibe to it. I find. Uh, in in my in my ears, a little bit reminiscent of like the small faces or something, um, yeah, it's it's just a weird like it's it's kind of hard to talk about it I think because it's just so weird but beautiful, like um, it's kind of spacey. It's ve- I think it's I think it's incredibly psychedelic, but not in a sort of um, not in the psychedelic rock genre, but just in like how it's very transport trans. It takes you. It takes you to another place, and as well, I just find that the flow, song to song, is so good. Um, it's so, like, it just it, it. You can't. I can't. Every time I listen to it, I have to listen to the full thing. I can't like just jump in on a song. Like another highlight is another single that I didn't listen to when it came out because when I heard the first song, I was like, right, that's it. I'm gonna listen to the full thing. So simpatico, which to me has like total kind of Marvin Gaye vibes but also like I don't know just like super happy sounding super positive cheery beautiful music just like the song the first day to me that's kind of the those are the only two like cheery moments the rest of it is quite cold or like quite mysterious sounding um circles in the firing line I suppose is quite uplifting as well except for that like crazy outro that uh breaks the the fucking up my favorite dreams bit was that the outro that i really liked when i yeah, listened to it yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah which comes at you like again like a dream it just like takes this just left turn slaps you in the face slaps you yeah. in the face it doesn't not it, it sounds does not sound it sounds like your phone went to a like a different band you know it doesn't sound like it's the album but it works it totally works oh yeah like when it happened when i was listening to it i was just like because I was messaging you while I was listening to it and then when that came out I was like what the fuck where is this coming from yeah. you're like I knew you were going to like that part yeah um, yeah no it definitely it comes out of left field but it feels earned at the same time it's not like a complete uh, it's not like a complete just we're just going to put this in for the sake of being you know for the sake of messing things up a little bit yeah if that makes sense yeah Um. again like I, I I'm so unprepared I don't know where to 
beginner start man it's just i just want people to check it out and listen to it i think it's i think it's my favorite it's early days but it's like definitely up there with my favorite things that villagers have ever done and one of my favorite things i've heard this year um, oh wow yeah i love it and you've been repping villagers for quite a while as well <laughs> yeah yeah since like the Awayland album was when i kind of really got into them which i think was their second album um and then of course listen to like all the stuff after and back to becoming a jackal and stuff but yeah it's it's really up my street it's, it's kind of jazzy it's kind of soul mm. it's it's kind of like classical like like 1920s pop as well at times in a way like a real old like uh tin pan alley kind of buzz or something um yeah and like songs like restless endeavor is like a really cool like just groove of a song it's i don't even i can't even remember like the the vocals it's just like it just swallows you up in the band and i i think i heard somewhere i think it might have been tweeted out in like the listening party that like um the other day the tim's listening party that like he connor o'brien would have like headphones on all the band and he would be saying like he would be directing them what to play like they'd be jamming and he would direct them with like random shit in their ears and they'd all just kind of react to things he would say but i don't think it's in the song it's just like each individual have that or would they all be getting the same they'll be getting the same one same yeah but like again like Mm -hmm. it just sounds like such a living breathing album even though it's got this weird production but it's all done with live instruments for as far as i can tell like it's but it, oh, it's, it's just i can't get enough of it um yeah well sure that's like that's all you need to really say on it but like uh in terms of say for instance because we normally play like samples of the track what, what would be what would be because it, it is i do have to agree with you it's not really an album that i would just slap on as in, like, I wouldn't slap on a song. Yeah, yeah. I'd no. very much go, I'm going to spend 40 minutes listening to this Villagers album rather than I'm just going to put this on, so, uh, like, this on and this on. Yeah. Um, um, not to sound like a douche, but it is very much of a journey album. You kind of just sit there and listen. Like, I was painting while listening to it. I was like, this is fucking gorgeous yeah. the entire time. Um, I mean, like, it's so hard to say because I feel like every song is so distinct, even though it's this it, all cohesive. Um, I I think Restless Endeavor gives a good example of like the like jazziness and the groove, uh, just like the the tremendous playing that's going on. I mean, so simpatico is again a, a, another one that's brilliant. But sorry, excuse me. Damn you! That's staying in. <laughs> um, yeah. Give, give let's let's do a bit of a Restless Endeavor. I'd say. Yeah. Okay. so lovely but like it's it's I, I, even listening to that there like and because i've never started any of the songs bar the first song which was that i heard because it was a single i've never just listened to one on its own yeah and it's such a like tr- i find the album transports me kind of like it's like a kind of a trip of an album that like i swear the song was diff it's not that it's different it's like i can't separate that song out 
now I can because I've sat and listened to it. But like from the one before and the one after and the one that comes to after and the one that comes be- even before that, like it's it all to me is just like seamless. Yeah, 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 I get that. Even though every song is totally like totally different. But, it, but I, I oh, sorry, I just, I just gonna say I also love like just even with that song there. Um, I just love something that's able to do like a simple lyric, just yeah. like the rest of, and then just continue it on, repeat it, repeat it. But like with the music that's going with it, it somehow kind of takes more of a hold than just the simple line that it is. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. it, that's a that's a really hard thing to do. There's very few songs that I are able to do that, like as as effective as that is. Mm, Fucking yeah. gorgeous song. Yeah. How many? Do you know how many people were in the room with him when he was making it? Like in terms of like how many people were involved in the in the instrumentation? Because it seems like a lot. So well prepared. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I'm really? sure there was overdub. No, I'm not. I'm not prepared at all. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I've had a busy, a busy old week. Um, let me see. I have the record here. Is there any info on it? Well, the lyrics for Restless Endeavor are these Restless Endeavors repeated about 15 times. Uh, <laughs> really hard song to write the lyrics to. Um, there's a lot of people involved in it. Um, I'd say there is, yeah. But like, it seems like the drums and like, uh, let me see, like bass and stuff are. Where, where's the bass player? But anyway, it seems like there's like a core band of people and additional uh, musicians. Yeah, yeah, and then like yeah. a bunch of like brass and woodwind. I'm sure the uh, the brass and stuff might have been overdubbed. You know, like just like recording. Um, I I just would imagine with COVID and everything, it would have been recorded. The brass would have been recorded in overdubs, but uh, yeah, it's just a, I can't I can't recommend it enough. And um, for like, I feel like it, it's it's a very not like a, not like it's kind of accessible, but not like boring. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I didn't find it like I felt it kind of like a very interesting and wouldn't say atmospheric, but kind of just there was a vibe. There was a lovely vibe to it, but it wasn't like. Do you know, like, if you were to go, I've got this kind of slightly proggy, jazzy, yeah, fever, fever dream of an album. I'd kind of go, oh, for fuck, do you know what I mean? Like, that's like, yeah. Sometimes that takes a lot to listen to, whereas yeah. I felt that was very easy. But at the same time, having all those qualities of kind of like, oh shit, there's a lot of, there's a lot going on here that I can get that I can get on board with, but not being too inexpensive. Like, I feel like any at any person's kind of like. Do you know if you like Frank Zappa or you like fucking mm. I don't know the weekend or something, you'd be able to get into this. Like it's yeah. very yeah. That's, yeah, like that would there, be my- there's like enough like interesting musical shit that's happening like throughout with the band and the chords, the arrangements, the melodies, but at the same time it's so easy to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good sum up, I would say. Yeah. Um again, I just think he's a genius. He's an absolute <laughs> genius. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I would have to, I, do you see the thing, I, the annoying thing is I don't know the villagers that much, even though you've uh, been, right. I know, don't, I know, don't all me. Like you've been asked me to listen to them for ages. It, and this, I think that was the first album. It def, no, it was the first album I listened to from start to finish. I was like, why haven't I, why haven't I done this before? This was great. I enjoyed every minute. Of, I enjoyed every minute of it. And it was if, lovely if, to if, paint to. If you it was want, so I'd nice to paint so, to. actually. If yeah. you want more stuff that sound like the last album they did, um, not a trick of the light. What's oh my god, oh, I forgot. I've totally blanked on the name. The song was called a trick of the light, the first single. But the album before this is like is like this, but like 
I didn't I never thought it was a bad album. It's just that like this one does like everything that that one was like doing, I think, but like more so and better mm. and like um and also like Awayland again if you, like the the all their albums are kind of great like the 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 first and the third album are more like stripped down I guess even though they're not they're not completely bare like there's 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 arrangements going on there's music musicality but like yeah uh, the first album I think is a great place to start actually to be honest becoming a jackal um, sweet it's actually yeah just listen to them in the order they were released is a great way because well, I'm going on a hill walk tomorrow so I can oh listen. perfect yeah, yeah. music perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. Music. I'll listen to it on that. Um, any further notes? Nope. Nope. Uh, oh, now I have to go. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I have to do my part of this thing that I organized. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my first pick of today, by the way, myself and Zach are doing two each, uh, just because we talk too much. Uh, <laughs> you know it. Didn't we do, did we do five in the first time we did this episode and it was only an hour and a half? Somehow. Somehow, yes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so my first pick is uh, Turnstile's new album, Glow On. Ooh. So are you familiar with Turnstile, Zach? I'm familiar. I've heard about this album. Uh, yeah. It's a great album. A lot, really... lot, of, lot of buzz around it. Uh, well, the thing, the funny thing is about it, like, well, they're, they're a hardcore band from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, I've been listening to them. I can't pull, I think t- what the, their last album, Time and Space, was the one that made me go, oh, they have this song called Phased Out, which was a class, kind of like, just like, fucking, just, just a cool, old, they had a, like an old school hardcore band sound to them, like Cro-Mags, um, not Black Flag, just, just, well, they just had that kind of like, really cool American hardcore sound that you would have found in the 90s. Like, I always think that they had a very typical 90s hardcore sound, but there was just something kind of interesting about it. Like, when I when I picture Turnstile, the picture that goes to my head is uh, lads with their tops off skateboarding or BMXing. That's, right. that, that's the kind of music that I associated with. But they still had enough deviations from that kind of style to make it interesting. Like, it just wasn't... It wasn't a reiteration of what people have done before, which I hate. I hate bands that are like... Oh, let's. Nineties had a cool sound. Let's just copy that, uh, for whatever bizarre reason. It's like yeah. no, like, uh, take influence from it, but at least do something, a little bit new with it. But um, I they always felt they did that, but I think they really nailed it on this album. This album was more like it's a hardcore album, but there's enough kind of taking bits from genres that it's really nice. But the main thing that I was blown away with by it was just like there's like there's a load of kind of like art punk thrown into it or like even like dreamy aspects like almost like shoegazy aspects even from the cover like the cover is a pink cover with clouds on it Mm. so like if you were to go it's the same thing with like death heaven if you were to go hey here's a black metal album but it has a pink cover you're kind of going wait a minute this doesn't look yeah this doesn't add up so they kind of did i i when i first listened it was like oh they've done like a deftones on it they've um basically matured as a band but They've kept all their heaviness and all the kind of hallmarks of a, of a hardcore album in terms of like the gang vocals, you know, riff after riff, catchy choruses, like simple to the point lyrics and stuff. Just like and just like that kind of standard, really fun hardcore stuff. But they've chucked in like a load of like beauty elements to it as well, like a load of kind of like just there's even like there's some by the way, there's some Latin beats on this as well, which blew my mind. I like uh, uh, I'll go to I'll go through the track list in a second. But I just thought it was like, as I said, a very interesting album. When I first heard the single off it, I was listening to it when I was at work and I was like, uh, oh, this is, 
this is cool, this is new, it still sounds like Turnstile, but it's new. And then I just completely forgot that the album was even coming out. Completely forgot it was coming out. And then on Spotify, I was like, you know, new Turnstile album is out today. Mm. I was like, fuck it, I'll give it a listen. And was just very pleasantly surprised. I was, uh, they wouldn't have been a huge band I was into. I lo- As I said, I love Time, um, the Time and Space album. But as a band, in terms of like, oh, I have to go see Turnstile Live, it was never really a... There was never really like a a, a a need. It was more of a want, not a need. But uh, now I'm just like, fuck, I have to see them live. So like we'll go through the track list in here. So as I said, um, from the very, very, very get-go, uh, it has... Uh, let me shut up. I fucked up my own notes. Fuck's sake. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> fucked up my own notes. Um, so yeah, from the very get-go, it's uh, like typical fucking hooks, riffs, uh, Brendan Yates is the singer just seeing it just like this is the very first song misery just screaming hold the misery it's just it's just like catchy as fuck there's a class lyric in it there's a clock in my head is it wrong or is it right I don't know why that stuck with me it was just one of those lyrics I'm just like I like this mm. but yeah just punchy 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 and it just feels like I feel like it's a great introduction to the album it just feels like it's going to be fun from the start and then you have the the song right after blackout which again is just these like soaring choruses that you're like fuck yeah I have to like just Again, just love this, love this, love this. But it was it was uh the song, the third song on the on the album, Don't Play, which is where I went, Oh shit, they're really changing things up here. And like I'll show it to you, Zach, and you can make up your own mind. But it has yeah. I feel like it's like it starts off with standard hardcore beats, um, the gang vocal, you know, the shouting. Um, but and by the way, it's not that kind of like that hardcore shouting of like, you know, like it's, it's like, it's a proper like shout. It's kind of like Rage Against the Machine, if that okay, would make yeah, sense. Yeah. That kind of like spitting fast words, but it's like that shouting kind of thing. Like not quite rapping, but not quite singing at the same time. Mm-hmm. But, um, I was listening to this and it, it just, this I feel like it's a Latin vibe just gets chucked in. I'm just like, where did this come from? But, uh, let me see. I'll get it for you now. I'll share it screen in a second. I think I think this would this album would be really up your street, um, Zach, because it kind of goes into not shoegazy, because I hate chucking the word shoegazy at everything that sounds slightly, you know, nice. I, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's 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 ridiculous at this point. Um, I feel like I do it a lot. It's like, oh, I don't know how to describe this. It's pretty, so it's shoegaze. But yeah. you, you'll uh, you'll see what I mean in a second here. But uh, you get what I'm trying to say. Like, I think they have that um, that artsy element to it, but mm. still all the ferociousness that comes with that kind of the hardcore genre. Like the, oh, the, yeah. like the fact there's a breakdown in it, but still has like that kind of almost tropical-esque drumming to the, uh, the back of it. And just yeah. like, it's just, it's it, it's because I feel like I f- it's the same thing I have with black metal. I feel like hardcore is one of those genres that you need to be doing something a little bit more innovative to set yourself apart from all the rest of the bands because it is kind of like there's a very significant there's a very um there's a very uh no- noteworthy not noteworthy what's the word i'm looking for like a very iconic style to that music 
Do you know what I mean? Like it's it, like there's there's that there's a very specific style to it that people do all the time. So to just set yourself a little apart, I feel like they've done it. Like they've kept all that ferociousness, all that kind of like high end energy, the power chords, everything, um, and the jumpingness to it. But that's still. But that was by the way. That's just a little thing. Like we're yeah. only we're only three tracks in. They 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 evolve on it more and more and more. But like as this from listening to this. I was just like, okay, two first two songs in, fun, kind of not experimental. I wouldn't go that far, but that, and then that little thing kicked in. I was like, oh shit, okay. And it kind of the more the album goes on, the more kind of it creeps up on you on this little bit of a creative little streak that they're doing. So right after that song, um, which was called "Don't Play," it has "Underwater Boy," which again just hooky, hooky, hooky after the moment. I actually for some reason have in my notes tell Zach what this song sounds like to you, which. I meant to be doing so I don't know why I wrote that down but <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea I wrote these notes like a couple of days ago so I have no idea what that means I think of, I don't know what I was thinking there it's a very very good again it's just it's just oh shit yeah it sounds like an it, what I was it sounds like a 90s grungy s song mm. like I, I got kind of like um I would say like in bloom kind of you know the way that like you know the way grunge had that very particular guitar style yeah. I kind of, that's where I felt like it. I felt like it really hard, and then holiday just holiday is one of these songs. It's right after it just demands to be moshed to, um, like just demands to be moshed to. And again, I get the real kind of skateboarder like fucking American hardcore vibe off that one. It's just a banger, just core. It's just class. The whole album is just so much fun to listen to, um, and you get these. Uh, what is it then? And then on, I can't read my own fucking notes. This is getting cut. Um, oh yeah, Love Call comes in, which is this kind of like, it's like an interlude, but it has Blood Orange on it of all. Oh. Yeah, I know it has Blood like, but it's, it's spoke, it's not, re- it doesn't like, when, when I was listening to it, I was like, who is this? And there's like Blood Orange. It doesn't really sound like Blood Orange to me, but it's a weird interlude. It's my, it's my only gripe that's on the album. I have no idea why it's there. I would say that it's necessary for like, you know, Fun, 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 like heavy, moshy kind of stuff. And then just to have this kind of little calm down part in it. But it just, I don't know. It just, that was my only kind of gripe with it. I don't think it needed really to be there. But it's still not, it's not a bad tune at all. But then uh, New Heart Design might be my favorite uh, song off the album. I'll show that to you now. It's just, it has one of these moments where like everything just kind of comes front and center uh, during the verses. Um, like the the arty style of the album, I feel just really comes to to fruition. Fruition, fruition. I don't know how that word is pronounced, but who cares? Uh, where is it? Yeah, new heart design. Yeah, then it goes into a pause. That. It goes into TLC, which is like easily the hardest song on the album. Um, that's it's just a straightforward like uh, old school hardcore uh, hardcore song, like basically uh, no no fucks given, just full on relentless hardcore. But it's 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 still a great song. And what I love about these songs as well is like the album is only thirty five minutes long. They're all the kind of same, you know, like two minutes, three minutes. Like they're just punchy fucking 
get the job done kind of thing. No bullshit, no filler. It's just, uh, it's just a great out. I don't really have much other to say. Like I really just love, oh, the, the last song could have been a bit better, which again was right. another song with Blood Orange. It could have just been a little bit, it just, it just kind of ends. But other than that, like I thought, I just thought it was a great, I, I just, I've had so much fun listening to it is the main thing. Like just mm-hmm. loved just going like on a walk, just banging it on. Just being like, fuck yeah, this is, it's so much fun. Like, yeah. but, uh, yeah, interesting as well. I just find, I find the really, like, I know we kind of skimmed through it quite quickly there, but um, it's only 35 minutes long. Uh, there's no, uh, it, it's not really like this big, hardcore political agenda album, anything like that. It's just a fun, says what it says. Instrumentation's lovely on it. Every performances are great on it. It's just, I just think it's an all around, just a really, really solid, lovely album that I really, really, really enjoyed. Yeah. Red, red wine. Red yeah, wine. drinking red wine. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. I, I'm, I'm having a can of Orchard Thieves. What are the... what what is apple? I can't remember why <laughs> I have this, but I got it somehow for free. I think actually Mark, uh, gave it to me or something. And Mark gave it to you. I think so. I don't Foster know or came... Agar? Agar. Why was he? Why did he have it? I don't know. It just came into my possession, and it's been in my fridge for ages. And it's cold, and my other cans are not. But speaking of cans, I'm going to go grab. I actually, one. I'm going to top up my like I'm through a bottle here now. Um, wow. My, my, well, I I was drinking it with dinner. Fair. We were having we were having lovely lovely roast roast beef. So lovely lovely roast beef. Why did you show me your nipples there? I didn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. I'll go grab a glass. I'll go grab a glass, and Great. we'll come back. By the way, I'm just going to put here now. I would take a quick break. I wish I could do ad breaks on this, on the, on this, on the um, podcast. I'm going to put down five euro, right? Yeah. That we have the same second choice. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm gonna put down five euro that we have the same one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so wait, shit. So you get a fiver if I'm right. No, wait, that makes no sense. Yeah, 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 that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> that makes okay, wait, wait, wait. No, um... Okay, uh, okay, listen, if you're right, if you're right, I give you a fiver. How about we just we just get a high five instead? No, 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 money's being exchanged. We're making this a money thing, are we? Okay, 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 yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Cash, <laughs> Cash is king! Uh, okay, I'll be back in two minutes, okay. Cool. Okay. So, your final pick of the episode. Who is it? I know. I think I know who it is. Okay, so can I take a guess? Before can I no, take a guess? No, no, no. No, because can't. then it's like rather me. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. You can't. Okay, so the the other album that I've been listening to relentlessly is from. Yeah, it's from from a sort of a multi talented person. Uh, they're a rapper. They're religious. Um, this album is, it's it's a sprawling sort of uh, what's the word? I'm fucking this up. Hang on. Yeah, fuck. I was gonna try and make you think it was Donda. Um, it's not Donda. No, it's not Donda. Although I like Donda. <sighs> 
<laughs> I, I I have time for Donda. It's fucking too. It's too long, man. If I if I could invest in the future of Donda, I would. If you get me, I think in about six months' time, Donda will be incredible. As in, if they trim the fat a bit. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. The, le- the length doesn't. The the length doesn't like if. It's an hour and forty five minutes. <laughs> well, it's not an hour and forty five minutes. It's more like an hour and twenty five. But if you cut out about like seven songs, I think maybe ten. And tightened up some, it would be amazing. Again, Kanye problematic as fuck, um, especially including Marilyn Manson and the baby, which like, I yeah. just it's just a bit dumb. It's just like, I mean, I know the point he's trying to make, which I I, I agree with the point of like, you know, at what point, you know, like forgiveness is important, but like at the same time, fresh runes, like, do you know what I mean? Like this is this is a fresh thing. It's not, and he also hasn't done it well. And these people, well, DaBaby's been kind of seen consequences for stuff, but like Marilyn Manson is still an ongoing thing. No, it's he not hasn't. Like, Mar- nothing's been done to Marilyn Manson over yeah, it. Like, like he he has a he has a he has a thing out for his arrest, a warrant out for his arrest in, is it Mississippi? I think. But other yeah. than that, or no, it's Memphis. I think. I think it's Memphis. But other than that, he doesn't really have any. He, there's been no consequential action yeah. um, thing taken and, on board for him. And his and ones, it, his hit like the babies was. Like horrific remarks, I think. Like horrific comments. I actually went and looked it up, right? Because I I don't know about you, but like I for so long had just heard the baby homophobic rant. Yeah, blah, that's blah, what blah, I heard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I didn't actually know exactly what he said. And then I looked into it and I'm not you know me, I'm liberal as fuck. I'm not I'm pro pro gay, pro LGBT, uh, you know, I'm I'm not but the things he was saying, right? I looked it up and it was just some dumb, dumb shit. It was just really, really stupid. It wasn't even like he was saying, like, I hate gays. Like, that's what I thought it was or something. He he was making some remarks about a. He was trying to get people interacting in the crowd. Like, put your cell phone lighters up. That's what he said about the flash on the phone. Put your okay. cell phone lighters up. Like, basically, like, if you don't have AIDS or something stupid, right? Like, and, what? And he, yeah, it was some, something weird. Like, but... He just said a dumb thing at a festival that, like, I don't know, like the guy, I don't, I don't know his music, I don't know him, and I don't care, I don't want to fucking, you know, fucking homophobic, you know, behavior in the world, but like, I feel like the more attention was brought to it, and maybe like to, to the whole thing from the reaction than like the actual thing at a festival. You know, I'm sure nobody fucking only like probably a small amount of people actually kind of followed what the fucking stupid shit he was saying. It was just dumb, incoherent kind of rambling, like. That yeah. was like, yeah, it was insensitive and offensive, but like, um, I don't know. I thought I thought it was interesting. I find it interesting that having looked up the remarks, I found like, oh, I had, I had envisioned it in my head that he was like saying much worse. Di- and I'm not I'm not excusing that fucker. Like I'm not saying that, but like I had it in my head that he was saying like a whole different thing. Well, this is now, this this is he a- then apologized and then re- deleted his apology or something weird oh, as well okay. yeah and like and then he he didn't apologize initially then he did apologize then he deleted the apology and then he kind of doubled down or something like stood by his like i just said what i said or whatever it just seemed like dumb shit right it just like yeah that just seems stupid just it was some stupid fucking shit it is but interesting why, why you would include him though and and marilyn manson oh because you're like, trying to provoke people marilyn manson yeah. pati- marilyn manson particularly like whatever about the baby um and the stupid shit that he said um like saying stupid shit is much different to uh being up for 
sexual assault allegations. It's still yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's still bad. You shouldn't say like you know you shouldn't diminish anybody's presence at anything by stupid fucking. Yeah. But um, ignorance. Sorry, ignorance, that's the yeah, word I was ignorance saying. And just it dumb was, shit. It was, like what he said was just the most ignorant shit. But like when you like it's like then compare like Marilyn Manson. It's a whole thing, you know. It's Marilyn like, Manson's it's, thing is really like. I used to listen to Martin Manson when I was younger. Never really thought, like, never really thought he was the coolest guy in the world. I remember reading his autobiography and just going, like, Jesus Christ, you are an asshole. You are, like, you are an asshole. I'm actually surprised yeah. it took this long for it to come out that he was up to some yeah. really, 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 like, really disgusting behavior. Anyway, we're getting completely off track. I know what your pick is. Yeah. I know, I know exactly what it is. I'm gonna send you a fiver. You're gonna send me a fiver. Yeah, it's little Sims sometimes. Yeah, the introvert. Yes. Yeah, it's mine as well. it's mine as well. Um Oh, we're being economical as fuck. Yes, we are. This happened last time as well. We had we both yeah. had Japanese breakfast too. Um I'll let you give your points and then I'll give mine. I think is the best okay. way to do it. Little Sims, uh London rapper, uh actor. Um yeah. I, I guess now I would just I feel like I think I need to double check. I think she like was like also like the arranger and like producer and a lot like not I don't think the actual like technical like doing the no fucking, she like, had a she had an orchestral co- uh, arranger for the mm. for some of the instrumentation but I think in she I think she was part but inflow from Salt the guy behind yes. Salt also did a lot of the ins- uh, a lot of uh, the arrangements for the music on this on this album as well yeah I just like but what what I'm trying to get at is like I feel like after hearing this. It's like she's not just a rapper. Like she's no. she's she's like, and not like not not to, to not to say like someone's just a rapper or something. But it's like this album feels like like art, just like start yeah, to yeah. finish. This is a, like a, a film. I, the closest thing I think it's like a movie kind of. It's it's directed by her is what I would say. Like the, I think she's the vision behind the whole thing. It it's just oozes like personality and also like I think in some ways like just weird decisions in, in like not conventional rap decisions on an album for sure i don't think um the like in terms of like as i say the the full fucking orchestra on like so much of this album um the orchestra was done in abbey road as well actually was it yeah, yeah i mean it, it, sound, road, yeah. It, it sounds like a million bucks it sounds like james bond like i think with her right uh sorry i'm getting so sidetracked little no, sims sometimes i you introduce it's her like fourth album, I think. It's her fourth, I, yeah. I, 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 she was brought to my attention because Alice got me into uh, Grey Area, her last album, which I was obsessed with. I think it was like one of my, like I think it was my fa- one of my favorite albums of that year, twenty nineteen. And like she kind of instantly shot up to me, like as in like, whoa, she's like one of the best rappers I've ever heard in terms like, and not 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 just the technical ability, but in terms of just the technical ability flooring me, just like. The flow of her, like, is just, like, it's it's completely her, but it's also so amazing. I, she's so dexterous, but also she's just able to tell stories so easily and effortless, yeah. effortlessly with her rhymes and everything. And, and she, like, you get such a sense of her personality from her music. And this one, obviously, with the title, Sometimes I Might Be Introvert, is just doubles down on, like, getting inside her head like and how she feels and what she thinks but i think as well as she also is manages to make a lot of her stories or a lot of her thoughts or emotions very universal have you noticed 
yeah, yeah. Sorry, have you noticed the symbolism in the in the title as well? It's an acronym. It's an acronym. It's an acronym for her. It's an acronym for her name, Simbi. So Simbi is her. Simbi is the nickname that she goes by in real life. So sometimes yeah. it might be. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it might, yeah. Simbi. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, let, I have. I actually have notes on this one. Do you I'm have it? Do you have it on vinyl? Yeah, oh, man. You little prick. <laughs> uh, it was in work. Uh, I, 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 the CD came in. I think on like the Wednesday or something, and I was rinsing it into me. I was listening to it to write a post for work uh, about it, but I've been so busy in work and outside of work that I still haven't written my review or post for work, but at least yeah. I have some notes as a result. So, um, like the, the, the music on this album, it's, it's, I, the only thing I can liken it to is like a Disney film, like a Disney princess film. That, like an old Disney princess film, like, you know, Cinderella or whatever. As in like the but sense of like grandeur and all that kind of carry on. Is the it? sense of grandeur, but also the, in, the, the interludes that are done, like the spoken word interludes or like mm. the voice that's speaking to little Sims. And she kind of speaks back to in this kind of like fairy godmother way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That like, the, and the person that did it, I, uh, her name Emma is... Emma Curran. It's the girl who yeah. played Diana in The Crown. Yeah, like she is a she she is a basically a royal, you know, in terms of I think, yeah, her, I think her that role. Was, I got that point from it as well. Yeah, it was kind of like even yeah. the way that even the way that she speaks is this the most po- it's like the most elegant posh British accent. And I've seen Emma Carn on like the Graham Norton show and yeah. other shows. She doesn't speak like that. It's very really? much a yeah. I don't well. I would I would argue she doesn't. I think it's very much put on the way the, the kind of the inflections and all that kind of character yeah. would be very Yeah, oh oh no, I definitely think it's put on to give that kind of like I, I think it's like I, I reckon it's a Disney thing. It just feels to me like this like but like the but like because the whole album is so personal, it's about her story, which again a lot of her music is, hmm. you know, and, and but she's able to keep that for me fresh as a listener. Like I I mean I, I thought I knew a lot about her from the last album. I have and, and now I'm gonna go back and listen to everything she's done. I'd listened to the last album, I listened to the EP she dropped last year, which I loved. Oh um, I forgot about that EP. That was a great EP. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. Very good EP, um, yeah. Yeah, like some of the songs I mean the this the first song is just like the fucking cinema screen, you know, big big opening song orchestra it's it's so well recorded so well arranged it and as well for like for a hip-hop album like you know it's not it's not unusual to hear those sort of sounds in a hip-hop album but they're always generally most of the time sampled yeah this, but this yeah. it's like it's like over the toply like full orchestra um as well then but i also think the music is it's so interesting because it, it yeah it has that orchestra that ties it a bit together as well as inflows production but like it it moves through so many different sort of I suppose like that like the 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 string arrangement sounds sorry, very like sorry two seconds curses of recording at home yeah mom beautiful yeah perfect aren't they you want to say hello to Zach hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> We're recording the podcast, man. <laughs> oh my, my heart! I'm gonna keep that in. I'm gonna keep that dude, in, dude. Dude, yeah. you did a fabulous job, Barrett. Ah, <laughs> uh, the, the 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 
it's it's a lovely thing to live at home and it's also kind of like oh but that was yeah that was nice yeah that was sweet (laughs) Um, that was my mom coming in my pajamas by the way and admiring the new fluorescent lights that i put up on my wall for anybody who can't see the won't see the video but (laughs) she never comes up during podcasts as well that's hilarious yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, you were saying about the well, yeah, music. No, the, like the, the music seems to like go between like, uh, like so touches on so much like history of like African music in in yes. all like in in like your your like African American and also African as well. Um, but as well contrasted with these like string arrangements, that's the most white people music. You know what I mean? Like classical music, kind of, or or as I, as I say, sort of Disney film score stuff. Um, she's got to do. She has to do the next Bond theme. She has to. I don't think they've. Ever, I you know it, I would actually like to see it because I don't think that they've ever used a rapper as the Bond theme. Did they not? No, they never have. No, no. I think the closest they've had is that they've had a few R and B do stuff like Alicia Keys did that one with Jack White. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, as far as rap, I don't think they've ever had a rap. Like for... I think her her bond theme would be just incredible yeah it'd be slick yeah um again like little sims just seems like you just you just love her after listening to her music you know you just you just it's so much like she's so much heart that she puts into her songs like the one the biggest moment that stood out to me that just shows like again her like her her mindset was like the song um which one is it the little Q, Q part, part two. two. I I have yeah. I have a f- quite a few notes written about this song. Yeah, there. yeah. I might leave that to you. That well, like, but just how she shows such like empathy and compassion towards this this story that she tells about a young boy when she was younger who stabbed her in the chest. He didn't stab her. He stabbed. Oh. Her, he stabbed her cousin. He stabbed her cousin. Okay. I yeah, okay. Yeah. I miss her. It's it's been out like. No, uh, no, no. Uh, I think it's done in the view of her cousin. Okay, I was right. reading an I was reading an interview with her I think with the Guardian that came out like a couple of days ago, and I genuinely right. thought it was about her as well. But it's her it's her cousin. But I I right. comp- the 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 perspective that she has. I was like this girl's twenty seven. I was like if a friend yeah. nicks a can on me, I hate him for the whole night. Like yeah. <laughs> do, you know, yeah. do you know what I mean? This and it's like yeah. this is the stabbing and just the 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 persp- the 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 maturity and the and the rationalization that she has in her head is fucking unbelievable yeah, yeah. like like she's so grounded or something mm. and as well what i like about this album is as the more i've listened to it the more it's kind of like it's it's it reminds me in a way funny enough of previous uh who art thou uh album uh tired of the creators album mm. uh, come if you get lost where yeah. it's like but something that i felt about that album to me which i think is more evident on this is like it's kind of like a soft self-help thing where like the person's helping themselves or like they're making this art that's showing how they've, you know, come to like peace within their themselves or to terms with themselves and everything. But and and their success and and reveling in it, but also not not getting too big headed and not getting too braggadocious, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Um Yeah, it's just what what else can I say about this? It's it's not it's not like it's not braggadocious, it's like grandeur you know what i mean it's like hip-hop royalty like actually though you know what i mean because people say that but like this is the sound of that i think and then i love how in the second half of the album you know it it sort of moves more like you get more of that african influence in like the songs like point and kill and fear no man which kind of flow seamlessly into one another oh but that afro beat on one of them that like uh, i don't want to do i'm not going to do the accent but you know i do what i want i get what i like 
Don't yeah, care yeah. Nobody. Oh my god. I remember because that was the I think that was the first single that I heard off the album. And when I heard it, I was just like, oh wow, she's going a completely different direction to what I know her for. Because I would have yeah. known her for more for the grime stuff like Venom yeah. and like 101 FM. Um it is 101 FM. It doesn't yeah. matter. It, yeah. That kind of like the like the the kind of grime beats. And then when I heard that, I was like, oh shit, this is fucking mad. And then you listen to the yeah. album, you're just like, oh, this is actually like just a small snippet of like different directions that she's going in c- compared to it's it's just it, as exactly said, it's not and she calls her she does have it, she says in one of her songs on the first album thing, she goes, I'm no ordinary rapper. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you're not an you actually your ability for music arrangement is um flawless, the way that you're able mm-hmm. to just bring all this stuff together and it's still like it's different, but still be very cohesive in in terms of like how it's all like how yeah. it all basically manifests into itself like the, the the it's just it's a fantastic album like like i and, can't stop singing its praises like yeah and and as well like you know there was another long there's been two really long hip-hop albums that have come out in the same fucking week oh, yeah, it's an album. hour long yeah it's an hour and five minutes yeah. yeah and like you know fucking drake and donda i haven't listened to the drake one no neither have i i'm not going to you know like <laughs> no interest but, like but this this album it's like it actually feels short to me now like I kind of wish there was another hour. I wish it was Donda length. Like, a like I could go. I could go for more. Like I could. Uh, like I want more of everything <laughs> on it. <laughs> Which I just wouldn't think I'd say after an hour and five minutes. I'm I'm a I'm a tight forty guy. I like I like a tight forty minute. You know, two side. Two, you know, one one record like kind of length. You know. Yeah, I'm the um, same. Yeah, no, I, 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 I do, unless it's metal. Metal is yeah. the only one that I'm like because I feel like metal songs. We're getting sidetracked here, but I like the metal bands I listen to. I want that eight minute long song. Do you mean like I mm. that I want that? Right. But uh, when it comes to hip hop and stuff, I want kind of like and like punk and stuff and pop. I want that kind of smart, punchy kind of thing. But like this album, exactly as you say, it never feels like it's draining at mm. all. And then when no. you get to the end, you're just like, fuck. And it give ends me, quite, give me a little bit more. Give me just, I, I just like, a nugget more. Like the first thing I would have said was, uh, actually, will we play some examples. For yeah, we that? should. We should play some examples. Yeah. I mean, because we both have this, you, we both have the same pick, so like we have, yeah. um, like it's we have another hour. <laughs> um, uh, crack it open there. Uh, oh man, it's so good, isn't it? Let, like, let's cut this uh, shit out now. But it's just actually we'll just no, we'll keep it in. Of course, we're yeah. keeping it. In. Oh god. Do you know what I love? So do you know what? Do you know? Actually, no, I'm not going to say because I've two I've, worlds I've, apart. I have a lot of notes on two worlds apart. It's it's I was uh, two worlds apart. We talked about that because uh, I had notes on that as well. Okay, so well, just on the mu- just on the music actually. Okay, so I, we'll play two. Yeah, yeah, so we'll talk about two worlds apart. We're going to play two worlds apart, so anybody kind of gets a sense of it because. Um, I was one. I like when I heard it. I was just like, "This could be a fucking." Um, I was like, "This wouldn't be. F- this wouldn't be. F- uh, this wouldn't be lost on say like an Isaac Hayes album." That's or, what I said. Or, I was or, like, or, "Or Curtis Mayfield or Stevie yeah, yeah, Wonder yeah. or anything like that." That's, Any of those. I was just like, "You took the words right oh, out of I? my mouth." That's, I have those exact fucking notes. So I had that down, and then I didn't realize that the beat is a sample from oh, Curtis Mayfield. No, it's not a Curtis Mayfield sample. Oh, is it not? No, it's um, Smokey Robinson. Oh, yeah, it's Smokey Robinson. So I, I have, I have the, I've been because I'd never heard the song, but um, like I've heard of Smokey Robinson. I'm not. God, my, you my, actually have you actually have notes. You're putting me to shame. Like I always do notes, man. I'm very professional. Uh, where, where is the? Can't find the fucking note now. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, the song is it? So it's a Smokey Robinson sample, and the song is called "The Agony and the Ecstasy." Is what is what I. Th- but I think it's just I don't think the instrumentation is from "The Agony and the Ecstasy." I haven't actually listened to that song. I think it's mm-hmm. just the the repeated chorus. Yeah, the the vocal. The vocal. The, the, yeah. I noticed that listening to it because like a lot of hip hop sample stuff, but I could tell. I haven't looked into it, but I could just tell like all the like guitars that sound like totally nicked of Curtis Mayfield and like his guitar playing. But it's not. I'm pretty sure it's from from my ears that like no, no, that's a live band. That's a live guy playing to this. Song. Like, it sounds like a beat from Inflow, which yeah, the only the, actually, only the only other album that I've listened to from Inflow, which was which we had on the last um, uh, New Tunes Who Dis, was the Salt album. He's he's the kind yeah. of he's like supposedly he's like the mastermind behind Salt, or he's the main producer behind most of it anyway. So yeah. when I was listening to I, the, I was listening to this and I was reading the track list, I was reading the like the people that were involved in making the album when his name yeah. appears producers like that makes so much sense because the instrumentation like that guy does not get enough credit like the, the, the instrumentation of this album is nuts and like, i know we've already talked about introvert and by the way if you haven't seen the music video for introvert uh go watch it it's probably one of the best music videos made this year she'll get a grammy for, i guarantee you she'll get a grammy for the music video although she get a fucking grammy grammy, for this album. grammys, mean, grammys shit, mean like, nothing but like she should this should be like this has to be one of the best. Grammys mean Grammys mean nothing until the people that actually deserve them get them. Exactly. And yeah. Like, and Death Heaven, yeah. Death Heaven wrote for the one the other year and they didn't get it. So, but um, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, yeah. Do you know actually? Do you know I was watching Complete Sidetrack? Have you ever seen yeah. the year that they did the first ever uh, metal album performance? So they don't, they used to do they used to do heavy, best heavy metal album at the Grammys, and then it was Best Heavy Metal Performance. Now they just do performance. But I think the first year they did Heavy Metal Album, and Justice For All by Metallica was up for it, and a couple yeah. of other ones. But there was an album by Jethro Tull was up for it as well, and Alice Cooper was reading. And, the, you know, the al- Grammy goes to, and he reads it, and he goes, Jethro Tull, and you can see him reading it going, are you fucking serious? Jethro Tull, are they not, like... They're, they're a fucking proggy, prog. they're a proggy yeah, rock yeah. band, like, they're not yeah, even yeah, yeah. close to metal. Like, flutes and all yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, you know. but they won Best Metal Album, and it's, like, Metallica released Injustice for All, which is, like, one of my favourite Metallica albums. Like, it's it's up there, it's, like, it's just before the Black Album, so it's still riffy, and, like, it has one on it. Oh. Yeah, the, the Black Album remasters out this Friday, I don't know if you're interested. Hmm... I do like the Black Album quite a bit. I do like it. Like a lot of hardcore Metallica fans shit on it because it's it's um like it's when they went mainstream. But uh, I like it. I love Sad But True. Sad But True is a fucking great song. I might even, do you know what? Swear to God, if I hadn't just lost my job on Monday, I'd probably buy the whole box set. But anyway, we're going to listen to um like the one with all the covers, even though some of the covers are terrible. Some of the covers on that on that box are terrible. Like, really? did you hear the... St. Vincent, and I love St. Vincent, did a terrible cover of one. Idols did a really good, really weird cover of one of the songs. Oh, yeah? Royal Blood did a cover of Sad But True. There's some weird... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it seemed like... Uh, like the, the I haven't listened to any of the covers. I, I might give them a listen. I might not. But it seemed like they were picking people, which I, I don't... Not, I don't... You know, there's no. Me- they no didn't pick any metal bands, basically. No, which I, like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't have an issue with that because it's interesting. But I also found like I was like, I feel like they've just picked people that like rather than like maybe they just seem to have picked people that are like in the news or have released an album this year or something. Yeah, it, it was, was like, it, Bridgers and like Saint Vincent and again, I haven't heard them, but it just seemed like oh, this is like 
was this done and maybe it was but i'm like i just feel like it was done like I, as a, as a would, statistics or like numbers thing of like oh yeah these people have released albums or they're relevant yeah let's put them on metallica being the money earners that they are like they were the highest earning um live band before covid easily like easily mm. but that's because metal fans buy merch they also yeah. put on huge shows i don't think they choose they chose who i personally i don't think they chose who picked the songs like whereas when Death Heaven, well, not Death Heaven, when Deftones did their version of, was it Around the Fur? I think they did a ce- celebration, celebration of Around the Fur. I think they picked the artists that they wanted to do a few remixes, yeah. and they were remixes. They weren't covers. I don't think Metallica picked. Like I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if Lars Ulrich listened to Idols. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so we're gonna listen to Two Worlds Apart because this song fucking slaps. <laughs> From the very get go, it slaps. <laughs> Confidence, believe me, I am wavy. I need something deeper, money does not stimulate me. Whether you got mansions or got diamonds in your AP, drama, 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 drama. Please don't tell my mama I've been smoking marijuana. Talking a coladas, getting loose in the Bahamas. Look at me now, I got a bitch, her name is Karma. I was moving. Goofy, I'm telling you, Disney man. You're getting Disney off this? Not off this song, <laughs> but just from Goofy. She said it three times. Doesn't mean it's a Disney song. The album is a Disney album. I think she would take great uh, <laughs> offense to that statement. <laughs> Not offense. Are you serious? I don't get. I, the, I don't get the Disney thing. I don't really don't get where you're coming from on that. Oh man, the interludes like. Um, just even with introvert, just exactly as you say, like when the song started, the first thing that went into my head, because as I said, I went in thinking like it'll be those grime beats, like mm. especially, like that was on Gray Area, and like great, well, Gray Area had like a bunch of relationships yeah, as nice well. Bits. It had it had nice bits as well, but like you gotta bear in mind, like Gray Area is was released a while, well, three years ago, two, only two years ago, mate. Was it? Was two thousand? Yeah, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, was it? Oh, okay. Oh, sure. All right, okay. Not that long ago, like, well, which is even more impressive oh, that she managed to do this. Yeah, that's like, oh, it, that's nuts actually that she's had such a fucking turn cause, in cause the music. Because like, like Villagers, I think was record was starting to be worked on like before the pandemic, like twenty nineteen. Oh wow! But like, surely this could only have been started kind of like at the end of twenty nineteen and mostly in the pandemic. That's nuts. But yeah, no, the first thing I heard on it was uh, Introvert when it started. I was like, oh my God, the sense of grandeur and splendor mm. was the two words that went yeah. to my head. But um, as I said before, you should, I'd highly recommend watching the video. But we'll move on to, oh yeah, Woman Cleo, by the way, it has to be understated. Cleo Soul's vocals on Woman, on Woman were fucking gorgeous as well. The second song off the album. Mm. And like, um, like she did, she, she I don't know, like this, the way that, her voice works with those, those like not harmonies, but those beats that Inflo does is just like oh. But um, oh, my fucking squeaky chair. Do you hear that? Not the chair. <laughs> I could wait. Hang on. I could get a thing going with the whistle and the chair. Oh, for Dude. fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> That'll be your. Oh. 
weird avant-garde album that's actually that's actually off the the monkey album is it oh wow yeah yeah you, we shouldn't you're not meant to know that the monkey album is a thing at the moment oh it doesn't exist <laughs> not yet <laughs> but uh will you send me that recording of that actually yeah I will, uh, I will. you can use it as that's the most i've got done <laughs> <laughs> so i think the next one that we're talking about on the track listing is i love you i hate you yeah which oh fuck me personal song <laughs> Like Jesus Christ! Mm. Um, again, though, from a very mature perspective, like it seems like, as far as I'm aware, her dad was not there. Was there, sp- uh, sparingly, sparingly, mm. sparingly, and the more sparingly. the older she got, the more she got older, the more that he kind of basically just was completely out of the picture. But the perspective that she has on it is like, like the line that fucking broke me when I was listening to it was, um, I know what it is. Never thought my parent would give me my first heartbreak. Oh, not that one. Yeah. yeah. But then, then the, the, that little part, like the, the one where she says, I keep you in my prayers because life is short as we know. Every mistake you make should contribute to your growth. What you chose to avoid will probably come in your dreams. I'm not forgiving you, man. I'm forgiven to me. Like that is fucking like, it's just. It's what like she just deals with things in a very um like personal way, but a very um not I wouldn't say pr- kind of matter of fact, but just just the way that I just the way that she puts things, you can you can kind of go fuck, you can get behind it like straight away. It's not melodramatic, yeah. it's not um you know it's very matter of fact, but at the same time like uh really kind of like. I wouldn't use the word cathartic. I don't know what, what way to put it, but just she just the way that she puts things, I think, is just amazing. And again, flow on this is fantastic. Just the way just the way that she rhymes is unreal. Like I don't know what what, what did you make of this one? Um yeah, uh, the 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 main line that I just thought was just such a fucking amazing rap line that just stuck out to me was uh it was the one that was like, Is you a sperm donor or a dad to me? Oh yeah, that fuck yeah that just i don't know it's just it's like there's like talk about like uh summing up a song in in like a line not not the song is obviously more than that but like that one that's like one of those like short little you know that tells an entire story yeah. that line but you know. Do you know the funny thing is like when i when i first heard it i like because it's um uh i love you i hate you i thought i was gonna get i don't know if you ever listened to plan b's earlier stuff like plan b when he was a grime when he was solely like a grime artist he has a song called I Don't Hate You But I Don't Love You Neither and I was like and it's, it's it's also it happens to be also about his dad so when this start, song starts off I didn't realise that she was talking about her dad and then suddenly she mentions you know parent is like oh it's, it's about her dad and I thought it was going to go down that route or even like I thought it was going to go as bad as like clean out my closet did with Eminem mm. and I was like no she actually has this kind of like very reserved way not reserved bad way of putting it but the, grounded or yeah, like, gra- yeah, uh, very grounded way of putting it. Like you can really kind of go, oh, fucking fair fucks to you, because that, obviously that's not an easy situation at all. Growing out, growing up without a parent, and especially in the way that it was, like he just kind of came, supposedly just kind of came in and out, and just the way that she deals with it is just really you can kind of go, fuck. She, I keep, like, she's the same age as me, and she's like twice my maturity. It's just it's nuts. <laughs> like, and then I don't know. Do you have any more to say about that song? Because the next one that comes over this is. Oh, is little QT, little Q two, little Q two, part two, little Q, little Q, little Q part, part two. One. Well, part, part one's one nice. Is the yeah the interlude, but, yeah. Interlude, uh, yeah. 
No, man, it's just, again, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. But, uh, yeah, little, little cute part two. I, when I first heard this, I thought that she was stabbed. Like, I genuinely, yeah, yeah. I genuinely thought it was about her being stabbed. And then I read that it was her cousin. But just even just that, um, like that, like but that's the thing. She's just a natural storyteller. Yeah, like she, she just, is. Yeah. You, you believe every, and I'm not saying believe her word like she's a liar. It's like you just you feel everything she says. Like you know, people can have songs about like issues or whatever, but like I can fucking see everything she says. Like I, I can, I can smell it. You know. <laughs> no, I get that. I completely get that. Like, um, my number one note that I have with this is feckin' hell. That's mature as hell. <laughs> Okay. But like uh, coming, so uh, come for two weeks from being. St- oh yeah. Also, I didn't ever realize that her brother went to prison as well. Like and now, I don't know if that part's about her or her cousin. But like, just it just seems like for a person to come from this environment that kind of like is seems to be baiting against her. Like what she's accomplished is fucking unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, let's see. What was the line? Uh, oh yeah coma for two weeks from being oh yeah no she changed what I had a brief encounter with death no shit changed when I had a brief encounter with death thought the pearly gates opened when that knife was in my chest not the mental scars the physical as you see but the boy that stabbed me just as damaged as me I could have been the reflection that he hated the part of him wishes God did not waste him creating and then the broken home in which he's we're coming from but who's to blame when you're dealt with the same cards from system you're enslaved in it's fucking mayhem that's beautiful in a very obviously yeah. in a very kind of dark way grim yeah, yeah. but it's just oh, I don't know I, I, like, I can keep going on and on and on about just how much I just love just the way that she puts things but like it's a very and by the way when she was doing this album I was looking at kind of like what was the thematic um, thing behind this album and so it was like um, people were getting to like introspect uh, like introvert as this shy person and then I think I even saw like it was like Pitchfork was saying that introvert is actually not like it comes from a Carl Jung philosophy. Yeah, yeah. it's not actually it's not somebody who's shy. It's somebody who it's someone, it's someone who thinks in their head and doesn't speak out. Yeah, so or it's like someone who gets energy from. Well, I I have of different differing interpretations. But it's it's an energy thing. It is an energy yeah. thing. Yeah. But like, um, she like, uh, like it could even. But but as well, the thing that I like is that she says sometimes I might be introvert, which like, because I think that's something that I I have always felt alienated from about this whole like introvert extrovert dichotomy thing is like that it's like, yeah, like I on the outside I seem like an extrovert when I talk to people, but then I also need my alone, like you you know like yeah. it's not it's not. It's not like you're like born one or the other. Like it, I think it, it. Obviously, some people are naturally leaning towards one or the other. You know, as the luck goes on. But like, it's it's a it's a it's a state of flux. It's a state of flow. You can you be both. Like, and that's like the sometimes thing. I think is is a is a nice little. You know, the more you think about that, you're like, oh yeah, sometimes I might be because obviously you kind of have to be an extrovert to be a musician, like a performer. Of course you, you do. You really, can, like you can't yeah. really like in, in in if you are if you are if you are. If you are defining an introvert as someone who's like keeps themselves and is quiet that's like well like to be a musician or a performer you have to literally express yourself on a stage in front of people which would be what people who think of introvert as just that would think is not compatible yeah, yeah. you know but like even like um when she was talking about the album i said um so she she so she actually says herself she's introverted but she said being this introverted person that has all these crazy thoughts and ideas and theories in my head and not always feeling i'm able to express it if it's if it's not through my art 
So it's this kind of like I what I like with the album is this kind of idea of being like I've oh, I'm only able to so originally it was like I'm only able to do I'm only able to express myself as little Sims. Um and she says it a few times in the album, I'm only able to express my my actual opinion is little Sims, as long as it's through little Sims. But this uh, this album I'm gonna express my actual thoughts and ideas as Cindy, who's who's her, which I think is yeah, yeah. which I think she fucking nails personally. I think she really knocks it out of the park. Um yeah. but like we have like we have a few more songs to go through over this. So uh next song I think that I was gonna talk about was Can I just can we give a little snippet of Gems interlude? Because like that was the note that I came to the yeah, thing yeah, where we I can. was of like we can. that's where the gems interlude was sort of like this is like the weirdest Disney song you'll hear this year, and that's still where this idea is. That Disney thing. It's... I'm telling you, but I, I'm, <laughs> I'm the only reason. <laughs> the only reason I'm hampering on is because you're like, what? Not at all. I'm like, oh, it's like to me, it's like, and I mean this in the most like positive way of like the other way, like a Disney princess oh, is supposed I to be a role. Annoyingly uh, enough, I get it now. I get it, I get it, I get it. But I, I mean it, I don't mean that in a derogatory I never mean this at all. I know you don't mean a derogatory way. way, I know you don't. I mean, I mean as in like, Disney princesses are a cultural phenomenon where it's like, for young girls and young boys and young, you know, everyone has role models. It's like, a Disney princess is like a role model and whatever. So I feel like this album is like, her creating this kind of Disney world that's real, that's the real world, but yet has that fantasy magical element, but as well like a real sort of princess. Yeah, I get it. No, I do get but it. Also, Annoyingly it's enough, I do get it. <laughs> yeah. It is, even that, like, the... Yeah, yeah. Also, another thing to be said, you know, with interludes and albums, it's like, sometimes you have interests that, like, ah, yeah, like... So unnecessary. Yeah, or, like, skip, or, like, you know, whatever. The interludes on this are so beautiful. Like, they, they add so much, because she's such a fast rapper, they add a lovely bit of breathing space, but it's, like, not a second wasted. It's just stunning music. It's like, you know... <laughs> You know, you say she's a fast rapper, but even on songs like um, the one with the Smokey Robinson thing, like she's able, she is able to, which I have to give credit to too, because I, like I listen to like I don't listen to a huge amount of hip hop, but I do, but very like I do listen to a good bit, but occasionally you listen to rappers where they kind of have like that same flow, and they're not able yeah. to like she's able to actually mix up styles of flow, which I think oh, she does yeah, yeah. really like really and like it doesn't sound like it's forced. It yeah, sounds like it's, it's like, oh no, you can fucking do this flow as well. Like um that that song, um, the one with that has the it has the that real Afro beat um thing and it has the feature with it's one of the ones later on. It's one of the flags. Point point and shoot. Point and shoot. The the her flow on that is unbelievable. And then she goes back yeah. into normal little Sims. But um just with the next song now, the next song's called Speed. And I when I was listening to this, I genuinely was like, I was like, I'm enjoying every little minute of this. Um, this is one of the best albums I've, ever, I've heard in a long time. 
I was like, where's the, where's that grind beat? Where's that real? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, where yeah. is it? And then it fucking. And it's nine songs nine in. Songs like in, it's, and it fucking it's... Come, And it comes out such like left field. Like, it, like I know we've used yeah. it already, but it just comes. And you're just like, oh shit. And like, and it, it, re- it reappears again on um, Rolling Stone. Reappears again later, later, later on in Rolling Stone. has like another. Or f- man, speed is fucking class. Like it's so every it's, song, man. Every song, yeah. But speed, particularly for me, I was like, oh fucking, you're killing it. And it's, it's she has this way of like it's an aggressive song, like it, it like lyrically, it's an aggressive. Like if you were to read it, you'd go, oh, she's annoyed at something, Do you know, or she or she needs to make a statement about something. But making a statement doesn't necessarily mean aggression. But you know what I mean? There's a there's a certain energy to it that's kind of like angry ish. But she still raps in a way, and the beats still in a way where you're just kind of going bopping your head, just going, "Oh fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. this is great!" Like it's, uh, um, yeah, speeds, speed, class. I don't know if you have any notes on it, but just fucking great. Like, yeah, no, it's just, it's just killer. We go through it like standing ovation again. Just, just again, I, I, the way that the record works is like that. When I first, like, when I gave it my first full on every bit of attention listen I had the record and it, I got I just took the record after listening to the CD I was like I'm just gonna just take it home and pay for it on Friday first thing <laughs> I was I, I, I'm in work before opening yeah, hours yeah, yeah, yeah I'm able to do that so like uh, but it's kind of a double album like so like Standing Ovation is the end of disc one or like the second side of disc one right and like even on the actual like it's clear I think I always felt like even listening to it it's like it's clearly meant to be like two halves of an album and the first half is being more of the grandeur and the like cinematic thing and the second one is getting more into like the Africa African sort of influence and I'd say like a little more grimy but also still has the um the the sort of fantasy but mostly in the interludes I found on the second half the 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 sort of grandeur doesn't come into the music as much as it does on the first half but as in other music, the, the like the full songs. Yeah, I get that. Um, but uh, like, do you want to talk about the song "I See You"? Uh, might be one of the sweetest. Uh, but matter of fact, I actually got. I don't know if you ever listened to um Dead Presidents, but they have a song called "Mind Sex," which is this lovely song about um. Well, I wouldn't use the word lovely, but it's a song about basically let's have it's like let's have that man sex, which is like let's pick your brain and have like that romantic connection that doesn't actually involve physical touch involves that kind of like talking through and that's what i got from this song it was like this whole song about really liking somebody but like liking them for who they are as well as everything else and just having that connection like the lyrics um what is it uh uh this is this is love built over time this wasn't love at first sight i love i just love that lyric and then the other one is um uh just uh looking at you i know the i know that god took his time that's yeah. fucking gorgeous <laughs> and then uh hoping i'm seeing the real you not a disguise like that kind of stuff like it's very like simplistic in in the way that it's put but it's like oh shit if a girl talked about me that way like oh my god i'd be like unbelievably <laughs> smitten like that's it's yeah. such a lovely way of putting and you know instantly it's like oh this girl is mad about this person but like in a very I don't know. I just love. I just love the way, as as usual, when it comes to Lil Sims. I just love the way that she puts things. It's just she's a very um, simple, matter of fact, 
but still kind of like oh it makes you think kind of way of doing stuff it just i just think she's just the lyricism in this is just second to none it's it's unbelievable um gorgeous song and then like after that rolling stone i don't know about what you thought about loving rolling stone but (laughs) oh (laughs) that song goes hard as fuck (laughs) i just can't wait to bop to it again uh like bop but just bop in person like what's like uh and then the part at the end where she just completely flips the narrative, like, do, do you, you know the song Rolling Stone, the, the proper, like, rhyme, and then just the narrative, no, not the narrative, Jesus, the flow flips completely and she starts doing that slow kind of thing where at the end, oh, I don't know, I don't really have much more to say about this album, honestly, like, I just, I like, I just love it, it's kind of different, ne- it's kind of different, never- sorry, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I've never been one to say, like, oh, best rapper in the world right now or whatever. But I'm like, ah, oh, Lil Sims has made a strong case <laughs> and has backed it up with some evidence. Well, what we could you know say I mean? is we could easily say most underrated uh, rapper in the world. Yeah. We could, make th- yeah. We could easily make that claim. I would say easily. Easily, because, yeah, easily. But then I, th- I feel like that I... I'm optimistic that after this album, it's only been out like fucking three days at the time of recording. Like officially, it's been out like three yeah, days. Yeah, it's on Friday. I feel Holy like shit, that, yeah. Yeah, I feel and it, but that's the thing about it. It feels like you know, it's it feels like it's been longer because you get so much out of it. I've listened to it but, four times now, so I feel like I've uh, got quite a bit out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's just yeah, so good. Do you know it? The the, the annoying thing is, I think we've kind of. I think we kind of said all we need to say about it. Like, I'm stumped as to where next to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, just listen to just it. Just listen everybody. to it, yeah. We've said, we've said a lot about it. We've been speaking... I mean, I mean, if you've, if you've made it this far in this hour of us just gushing, gushing... We've we've been talking about this album solely for, 40, for 40, 45 minutes. I think she's playing Primavera next year. We're going. I, I'm already going, mate. Are you? Yeah, why, yeah. Why didn't you invite me? Oh, I, I mean, do you want to come? Yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Go on. Got the invite. Go on, go on, go on, go on. All right, well, like, go on, go on. like, I know we ended that kind of abruptly, but we still have the honorable mentions before we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, shit, shit, okay. Well, I'll go first on this one because I have mine written in front of me, if the, if, oh, if you want. I forgot about the pesky honorable mentions. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> the pesky honorable mentions. So, yes. uh, for my first honorable mention, I have uh, Death Heaven Infinite Granite. Um, oh, fuck! The only reason why I didn't pick it now, I will say this, I thought it was an unreal album. I genuinely thought it was an unreal album. I was in Kerry with uh, a group of my friends, and myself and my friend Owen were listening to it while I was cooking risotto, and even we were both listening to it, and we were surprised how flaky it was and how beautiful it was. But the thing that kind of bothered me, which is why I won't, pick, I wouldn't pick it for this month, was that as a huge, huge, huge Death Heaven fan, like I've I, when I saw them in, I got to meet them in Paris and I got to see them. Uh, I always say that it was one of the happiest moments of my life. That's how much of a fan I am. Um, yeah. I just think it could have been more. I just think it could have been. It was just too. They're just like for a band that's famous for variation. Mm. in terms of their songs there just wasn't i just felt they could have done a bit more it just felt like a very if if a band were to have come out with that album at the gate i would went fucking fair play to you lads that was great but knowing that it came from death heaven which i know is an unfair way to re- to review an album you should be reviewing the album rather than 
the band's previous stuff. I was just a little yeah. I was just a little bit disappointed. I thought it could have been a little bit more pushing it. I would do you know, and not to say that like I wanted yeah. more metal elements of it. That's not what I'm saying. I just think it just I don't know. I just felt it was too it was felt like it was like, oh let's do a Smith's album with with metal influences and shoegazes. A Smith's album? Yeah, did you not think it sounded like a Smith's album? There was very much like I felt like I felt like George Clark, the singer, was doing a big Morrissey impression for most of it. Oh, you think? Did you not, I, need did to, you not I, need, I need to give it another. I didn't get that myself now, but I mean, I must give it another and, and see. But as I say, maybe that will. As I did say, it is a fantastic. Like it's a fantastic album. I just, as a huge Death Heaven fan, I just felt there just could have been just a little bit more kind of like out of the comfort zone. There was just too much like standard shoegazy post-rock stuff I don't know I just felt it could have just been a little bit a little bit more ballsy by the way they hyped it up so much as well that it was this Mm. huge departure and it was just going to be this huge different album I was like it still sounds like Death Heaven like it still it it sounds like Death Heaven just without different elements that they normally tried I don't know I I, I did like it I did like it a lot I just I don't know I I didn't I wasn't blown away I, I was blown away and I wasn't blown away at the same time um, yeah. But then, second recommendation is Wolves of the Throne Room, Primordial Arcana. If anybody likes black metal, it's just a really awesome black metal album. The new Churches album, Screen uh, Screen Violence, it's class. There's a Robert Smith cover on it as well, which was right. interesting. And then finally, Lingua Ignota, Sinner Be Ready. Um, I'm a big fan of Lingua Ignota. Um, when her album Caligula came out, I got really drunk, went down to Black Rock Beach at two o'clock in the morning and listen to it on a rock while I had uh, waves splashing in my face. Um, Yes. And uh, I remember telling that to my friend Luke and Luke was like, that is the most dramatic listening to an album I've ever heard. I was like, have you listened to the album Caligula? And he's like, no, I was like, it's a very, very, very dramatic and hard hitting album. Basically it's an album about a woman who was in a domestic abusive relationship. It's a true story. It's, it's her story. And she kind of gets out of it. And it's like all these noise, She's like, a, I think she's like a classically trained musician. So she has these kind of orchestral stuff, piano stuff. But then she did it with like noise, so like this heavy distortion and like white noise with her like s- screaming. But she's also able to beautifully sing. It's a weird album. I'd highly recommend it. But then Sinner Be Ready, just the only reason why it's not on this list is because I haven't listened to it enough to talk about it. And it's one of those albums that you probably need to listen to it over and over and over again to actually talk about a property because there's a lot there. But um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then and then obviously the last recommendation that has is that the new Charlie XCX single's out, um, and it's pretty good. <laughs> nice. Um, oh god, shout outs. Uh, I I met a band recently, uh, called the Love Buzz. That's a I was great aware name before. for a band. <laughs> it's better than their old name. What was their old name? I won't tell you their old name for the podcast. Okay, I'll, 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 after. I'll stream. it's so funny what their old name was Uh, yeah I met this band the Love Buzz at a gig we were playing uh, like a week or two ago and like they were just lovely mad crack like like just lovely people so open I only met two of them now and then I like went home and then the next day they were playing and I wasn't at the gig and I watched the live stream I was obsessed uh listened to their EP rinsed it to bits was this at the Grand Social was it Zach was it yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Grand Social uh, they have a song called Ten Spots that goes uh, the chorus is uh, give me give me ten spots or give me give me love 
and it's like a kind of like Ramones song. Their EP is quite varied, even though it's all within the realm of like alternative-ish, like pop punk rock stuff. Not pop punk, but kind of sometimes. It's brilliant, amazing. It's five songs. Highly recommend everybody if you like a little bit of a little bit of rock, a little bit of punk, and even just like nice songs. So good, amazing. I can't wait to actually go to their gig soon. Um, again, I'm just gonna. Say, I, I've I've really enjoyed my time with Donda. I've really enjoyed my time with Donda, man. I like each of their own. I think, I think the song uh, "Jesus Lord" by Off Donda is one of the best things Kanye's done, and one of the best songs I've heard all year. It is a great song, yeah. Jail is also a so, fucking unreal song. Jail, yeah. Like there are some ama- like some of the songs on Donda are some of the best Kanye West songs that I know. Some of them are also the worst. So cut them out. I'm telling you, invest in Donda. Invest in them. The stocks, song with the weekend you know? was quite good as well. Yeah, I'm telling. Yeah. See, you're you're coming. No, I'm not coming around. No, 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 no. I'm not coming. Don't say you're coming around. I'm not coming around. I've listened to it. Um, I've not listened to it again. I, it needs to be. Sh- it needs to be shortened down. It's an, it's too long. Yeah, uh, I don't know what I've I've also been recently re uh, listening to the Saint Vincent album Daddy's Home, which initially. Um, I listened to I think I listened to it in work over the like speakers and I was like okay this is alright yeah I kind of like this but it didn't really stick with me and then all of a sudden I was listening to like Discover Weekly or like Daily Mix and one of the songs off it came on down and I was just like oh my god why 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 did I not hear it the same as I've heard it now and, and now I've re-listened to that album it's Amazing. This is the industrial. She did. She announced recently that she's hoping to do like either like a metal album or an industrial album. Saint Vincent. Saint Vincent did. Yeah. I I don't know about that. No, this is like a funk, uh, like seventies kind of like funk album. But it's like it's not. It doesn't sound like seventies funk. It sounds weird. Like it's very in a way. The more I listen to it, the more it's like, oh, this is not your typical like funk sound. Oh well, she's always made cool albums. Like what was it? Ma- yeah, no, what absolutely. Was it mass education, mass education, mass education, mass education yeah, even like or like album. actor, actor, and Strange Mercy. Even before that, are probably even like better uh, than like the mass seduction was good. I liked oh, it. Mass seduction, um, yeah. Mass, mass seduction. seduction. Yeah, uh, great song. But and yeah, Pills, Pills was that. a great song on that album as well. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been re-listening to that, even though like that was only like three months ago. It feels like there's been so much good music this year, man. I actually can't. Like even the Billie Eilish track. album, like that came out in July. Oh now, my but... god, the Billie Eilish album! Oh, like <laughs> I love that album. I honestly, like wholeheartedly love that album. There... And yet, I've just because so many things have happened that I've loved just a bit more that have hit me more. I've kind of like left it to the wayside. But even even on that album, like I was listening to it, I was like, "This is fucking like." And I like I liked her first album. I wouldn't yeah, yeah. have been blown away by it. I liked it, and I like her. I, I was a strong like. I I, I really I like. I like her as well. I think she's cool, and just you know, I just think she's whatever. She's doing her own thing. It's awesome. But when I was listening to um happier happier than ever, wasn't it? Is what it's called? I think. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. on oxytocin, oxytocin or Oxy, oxytocin. Oxytocin. Yeah, yeah. When that came on, I was like, "This sounds like a fucking." It's either a Nine Inch Nails song or a How to Destroy Angels song. But it sounds like Trent Reznor made it, and I was all yeah. for it. I was like, "This song is fucking class," and that got me really. Hot. And then the whole out, I thought it was a gorgeous album, a really nice album. Really liked it. Um, Another, the last one I just thought of there today, actually, 
but I haven't listened to it at home. I've only listened to it in work, but I've really liked it. John Francis Flynn. Who's that? Uh, he was he was a member of the Irish trad band Skipper's Alley. Um, it's like a, it's his solo album. Uh, it's it's just a lovely bunch of traditional, uh, Irish kind of songs, with some nice. I like the way the recording is done. It's very cozy. It's quite like, it's different to how other trad songs are. It's it's not. It doesn't sound like experimental. It's not like Lancome where it's like a drone influence thing. They are trad songs, but like I just really like it. Um, I think I'm gonna go see him live in Cork in like two weeks. Oh, nice! Because uh, I'm going to I'm going to Cork for like a about a week and a half, and uh, uh, he's playing in Clonakilty, which is like down the road. Oh, from where we fucking are, so lovely! I'm who are you gonna, definitely. Who are you gonna, gonna Cork with? My family. Oh, nice! I haven't been to Cork in yeah. fucking ages. Cork is lovely. Cork, oh. you know, Cork has a fucking crazy metal scene. Like a like a crazy good. Oh no, but I'm going to West Cork, man. Are you going to West, West Cork? Cork you're not going like, to city. West Cork is almost I've like uh, no shade of Cork people, and I'm ignorant as fuck. But I feel like West Cork is a different county <laughs> to Cork. <laughs> that be the title. That be the title you. of this episode. West Cork is a different county. <laughs> West Meath, Meath, Cork, West Cork. Come on. It is big enough to be four different counties. I would love to see who would get elected as the representative of West Cork. They'd be mad as a hat. <laughs> Cork, to be fair, Cork is class. Do you ever, do you ever go like if you ever in like you're walking around Dublin and you're having happen to be in a bar and you just happen to bunch up into Cork lads or girls that are on their holidays in Dublin? It's happened yeah. to me like on like four different occasions, and they're just wild they're the like they are the best crack it's so it's the love buzz are from cork are they actually lovely tie-in oh. yeah, yeah they're cork lads. they were up uh from cork and they had told me that uh they had nowhere to sleep that night but they were just gonna figure it out and they had spent two weeks in berlin where they didn't they didn't book accommodation the whole time they were there and they only slept rough once jesus fucking well played to the i'm assuming it's all lads yeah Jesus, only once in two weeks. I uh, I said that that I don't mean that I don't mean that in a bleak way. Like they like you you get the you, you know what I no, mean. No, I know They're what you mean like by it. Adventure, adventuring, yeah, yeah, yeah. adventuring spirits. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Like they just good lads. I oh, I look forward to. I look forward to, highly, look forward to seeing them again. I high, highly recommend. Listen to the song. Uh, ten, well, this is the whole EP. It's really really good. Um, but ten spots for me is a highlight. Ten spots is like I I know what a ten spot is as well. So I just said that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Was it ten ten spots or what was it? Ten spots or what? Uh, give me give me give me give me ten spots or give me give me love. It's just yeah, that's, like yeah, but that's gas. <laughs> it, I'm not doing it justice because you need the song and it's like it's like, oh, it's 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 just a song about ten spots. Anyway, we'll do the closing to the podcast now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> I hate doing these. <laughs> I never know how to end, but, uh, Zach, that was great. Um, as always, that was Thanks, really man. fucking it was lovely good, to be good, here. good, good, good fun. Before. I love doing these. I have to say, I love doing these. And I, I'm, by the way, the next one we do, it has to be in person. Yeah. Yes. I know you're away and you're going to be in Cork and just having a great time, but next one should be in person. We can do it here. We can do it yours. Who gives a fuck? We're both vaccinated. Yep. Stop rubbing your belly. Yeah, what are maybe. you doing? Double jabbed. Oh, I need to pee so bad. So I'm just. Oh, then work. Okay, like, we'll leave that. Zach needs to pee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just, like if I really need to pee, sometimes I like start like squeezing another part of me to like draw <laughs> the physical attention. Not that part. Jesus, Barra. Like my arm or like 
I'll, my leg or as it stands now my belly because I'm like it's close what, so just it's, fucking it's diverting holding your atten- bladder like yeah just diverting the attention away from the like the the tip the tip okay <laughs> the Anyway, man, uh, yeah. as always, that was cla- that was class crack. I will do, uh, you know what? I'm enjoying painting the original photos of Lil Sims, so I'm just going to finish that anyway. But for this episode, I'll yeah. use the album cover. And then I suppose we can use, what's the lead, What's the guy behind Villager's name again? Uh, Connor Bryan. We Bryant. can use him as well, because I'm hardly going to paint oh, all yeah, of Turnstile. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah, a lot yeah, of guys. Yeah. So we'll just use, we'll just yeah. use your man from Villager's then. Yeah. Awesome. All right, man. Well, uh, Best of luck, good night, and I'll hopefully see you this weekend, or this week, when I go into Tower Records to pick up my own copy of... Nice. Yeah. All right, man. Love you to bits. Talk to you later. Love you, love you man. I'll leave Talk it there. to you. <laughs> Toodaloo. <laughs> see you, man. See you, man. Bye-bye. Good night. I really need to pee. Yeah, good night. Bye-bye. <laughs> Don't worry. Yo, Barra. What are we talking about this week? New tune who What's good? Your new tune, who did? Let me tell you about the tunes we be fucking with. Barracy and it poppin' with the heavy shit. You got Zach D, musical analysis. We gush up at the albums and we don't stop. Bubba Charlie XEX and a kind of pop. I love it when I hear the sound of the needle drop. Scratch your records and we skipping any small top. Shit's wild, yo. But not really. It's just two nerds being nerds.